What is going on, my people? My name is Ice Cold Drew, and these are my stories. Thank you for tuning in to my first ever podcast. I'm very excited to share some of my stories of my past, um, all to be true, all to be relatively funny, all to be relatively dramatic, and all to be relatively life-altering. Now, I'm a 36-year-old male. I feel young. I live in Los Angeles, California. I got some grays in my beard, which is starting to irk at me a little bit. The Just For Men shipments are lacking, but I'm at the point now where I'm about to say, F it. Just keep the grays coming. And you're probably also wondering, why am I ice cold, Drew? Well, I work in the frozen cocktail space. I've been doing this for the last four years. And um, I gained that moniker and I thought it did really well It also describing the way I am in all aspects of life, right? I'm an ice cold killer. I'm an ice cold personality. I get it. I like to be, I try to be funny, try to be energetic. I try to keep people on their toes. I want you guys to listen to this right now and say, damn, you know what? Maybe I'm in a good mood right now. You know those days where you wake up and you say, am I in a good mood or am I in a bad mood? You look outside, it's cloudy. You say, fuck, I'm in a bad mood today. Well, I want you guys to say, oh, it's Tuesday morning. It's story time. So that's kind of why I'm doing this. Um, I feel like I have some really cool stories that I want to share. And I just want to just get into it. When I was in sixth grade, I lived in Santa Clarita with my dad and my stepmom. Shout out Valley View Elementary. But you remember sixth grade? You know, sixth grade for me, you know, I'm, I, I'm half Mexican. I'm half white. I look like a little white kid. Do you remember sixth grade? You remember the kids in sixth grade, the, the crush you had, the kids who were popular the kids who were not so popular, I was right in the middle. I didn't get bullied, but nobody knew my name. I had my friend group, and that's it. And no girls liked me that I liked back. The only ones who liked me were like the fourth graders. And I just, you know, wasn't feeling it. I, I couldn't date a fourth grader at sixth grade level. It just, you know, would have ruined my, my reputation on campus. But when I was in sixth grade, you just think about some of these people, right? The popular kids were exactly the same looking as me. It was all about confidence, right? It was all about swagger. Did you sag your pants determined if you were going to be cool or not? I didn't sag my pants. I wore nice, nice shorts that, that sat right on my hip. I wore t-shirts, Quicksilver, No Fear, Billabong. I was a Billabong boy. Um, still am. I have maybe 20 shirts that are all Billabong. Um, like I said, I go hard for Billabong. Um, I don't know if they're still around, but I have their shirts from the late 90s, early 2000s still in my collection. Um, I wore cargo shorts. You know, you, you could fit a lot of stuff in there, right? You could put like your calculator you know, you could put your little, the little tiny staplers you had just in case, you know, like your crush said, hey, I need a staple. You know, you had it ready. Um, I had the little tiny pencil sharpeners in there. Um, mecha- Dude, remember mechanical pencils, bro? Sheesh. Remember the, P- I remember they had that one brand, the PhD. It was like $17.99 at Target. But it had that, the retractable eraser. And it was had that grip, that grip that just made you want to write. You're like, oh, shoot, homework? I'm down. Math? I'm down. You had like an essay to write and you just wrote it with a PhD. The only thing is the refills, the little lead, would cost you like $8 that you didn't have. So like this investment from your parents was like, okay, he's going to do his homework, but... We're going to have to pay like $37.99 a month to have him do this. And like that was a lot of money back then. Imagine what your parents made, right? 
we're adults. We're like, okay, yeah, you make money, you make it. I had like two siblings at the time. My parents were like doing what I'm doing. They weren't rich. I imagine that you you have a thirty seven ninety nine for expense every month for a pencil. But hey, I was re- I had great penmanship and I loved math up until like it got hard, right? Geometry, you don't like math anymore. It's like, oh, yeah, I like math. Four plus four is eight, you know? Oh, multiplication, okay. You know, like three pizzas. You know, three pieces of pizza. Four people. Oh, three times four, 12, okay. Then you get to algebra and they start introducing like X and Y and like, like you. You're like, well, you, like, is the Y you, me? Am I, am I in this? Like, like X equal, like, damn, am I really, Y... Why am I X or is or you X? Like it's confusing. It's fudge, man. I'm just thinking about. I'm just actually. I can go down a rabbit hole on algebra right now. What were they talking about? I remember I had a teacher. He was like this tall dude, cool guy. Hey, shout out, Mr. Einemer, if you're listening to this. Motivational dude, but he, I had no idea what he was talking about half the time. I would go to that class, big old book. PhD pencil ready to go. And he would say, Hey everyone, nice to see you. He was a basketball coach. He was like six foot eleven. Like he was just like he played in the NBA, you know? Like he would like if if you got something wrong, you see like, hey, you got dunked on. I'm like, what? What'd you say to me? You know? But anyways, do you remember sixth grade, dude? Sixth grade, you got the PhD pencil. I got the cargo shorts. And I'm just thinking of the popular kids at the time. I remember there was this kid who was like three feet tall. He was popular. He got the spiky hair, the huge backpack draped drape down. It's basically scraping the ground. Saggy shorts. He was wearing a men's large and he was three feet tall. They just, they were parachute, parachute shorts. And me, I, you know, I went to Sears every, every late July to go back to school shopping and always get the cool gear, right? The gray shorts, the, the billabong shorts that I still wear to this day. Um, remember the spider brand? I don't know what brand that was, but there was just a spider on the cargo pocket and I had those and they're like swim trunk material. So like in my head, I was like, I could be active, you know, I could be, um, you know, I could play basketball at lunch with the the boys. You know what I mean? I could play Micro Machines, dude, and, like, not worry about ripping it during lunch. While all the other popular kids were socializing, I could play Micro Machines in the corner by myself without ripping my shorts. That's what my mind went to. And I remember I had, like, this really cool shirt that I spilled, like, salsa on. One Sunday, one lazy Sunday afternoon, I spilled salsa on it, and I was like rocking it a lot still. And it was like a bright, it was like a, like a lime green shirt, but like the salsa spot was right there, so like people still saw it probably, you know. Um, I was insecure, but I still liked the shirt, so I kind of like didn't care. And I remember one time I went to the barber. I used to go to the barber. Shout out um, Arnie's Barber Shop in in Santa Clarita. I used to go there like every other Sunday with my dad. Um, but I used to get my hair cut there. And I remember seeing this kid. I'm like, this kid's like got it going on. You know, he's got the crew. He's got the backpack. He's got the shorts. And he had the cool spiky hair. So I went to my barber and I said, hey, can you like, can you, can you give me like this, right? Can you spike it? And of course they fucked it up. You know, they, they butchered it. I've never seen a kid or anybody for that matter in my life with like a lopsided like spiky hair like they cut half my hair so like in my school picture it's like it's like i have spikes on one side like and then like the other side's combed into the spikes and i'm thinking to myself i really walked around looking like this and my you know the worst part is my dad my mom and my stepmom they all saw me like this and they said yeah you look good honey just the lies you tell your kids so they don't cry and, like, don't leave the car when you drop them off at school. Um, but, yeah, I'm just thinking about sixth grade. Like, that, that place is so weird, man. 
I would, it was a different era too. I mean, when I was in sixth grade, I was, how old are you in sixth grade? I was 10, right? I started kindergarten when I was four. So I was 10 and the year was like 1996, right? 1997, somewhere around there. And I just remember, it was so weird. I would wa- I lived up the hill. I lived a mile up the hill from my school. It was a mile. And keep in mind, this area of, of suburban Los Angeles got hot as balls. So my parents were like, yeah, just walk up the hill every day, you know, with your backpack that weighs as much as you do. I said, cool. And walk alone, right, most of the time. Don't get abducted right? No worries, no cares in the world about any of that stuff. So I'd walk up the hill every day or I'd walk down from the school. There was an AMPM there. And whenever I had some loose change, you know, a dollar that I found or whatever, I would go get like a Slurpee dude or like the Hershey's cookies and cream, get one of those and just made the walk a little bit easier. A mile uphill. If you guys saw this hill I walked, like, you'd say, damn, you know, your legs must be jacked. And they were. People would compliment me often as a sixth grader. They would say, damn, you got some, you got some calves on you. And it's like, I know, dude. I walk a mile uphill every day in 100-degree heat. It's a 500-calorie burning endeavor. But anyway, sixth grade was weird, man. I had some friends that I'm still friends with today. Um, I'm just thinking about these kids and I'm thinking, I'm thinking to myself, why didn't my crush like me back? What happened? Where did I go wrong? And I still can't think of it to this day. I think it's just a matter of confidence. It's a matter of I wasn't cool enough, you know? Like I mean, you know, I think she wants somebody who's gonna go on the swings, and I was like I said. I had little micro machines in my cargo. I brought like five of them to school. And then I'd play basketball too. And I'd, you know, I'd try. I'd sure try. And I'd come back to class all drenched in sweat, probably smelling awful like a foot. Hey, what's up, guys? <laughs> Just heavy, exasperated breathing as we're watching Land Before Time. Drew, why are you breathing so that I was playing basketball with micro machines on the side? Like, what? <laughs> you remember your lunches? I don't know. Do you, I, I was given a, a little brown paper bag every day. I didn't get a note in it, though. No notes, which I thought was pretty devastating. You know, you see the movies you're like, hi, honey. Hi, honey. Thank you for the note. Like, thank you. Good, like, good luck. Thanks for being you, honey. Good luck today on your test. Have a blessed day. Like here's just, uh, just beautiful written little notes. It just reminds you that your mom loves you. But like I said, I grew up with my dad and my stepmom. My dad was, you know, working, working, working. My stepmom didn't have any sticky sticky pads or pens in the house. So she she was against those. But um, I would make my lunch. You know, I would uh, have to put the essentials in it. I would make a, a peanut butter or a turkey sandwich, which was key, right, for a growing boy. Then I would have like a juice box, like Capri Sun or, you know, Heisey, Ecto Cooler, shout out, shout out Ghostbusters. Um, one of those two things. And then um, I would have a fruit snack, you know, maybe some string thing. Remember those? Um, fruit roll-ups were key, the Scooby-Doo cutouts, shout out. I used to take the little Scooby-Doo guy and like stick it on my skin. And then it would like be so hot that I would just like kind of peel it off. And it would like kind of leave a little residue on my skin, but I didn't care. But it was like so easy to chew. Because if you remember those things, like chewing them is impossible. You would like just take a pound, you just chew and chew and chew. And like, you're like, do I have loose teeth? Like, you, like the tooth comes out. I, I swear, I, you know, I swear a tooth came out one of the times I ate one of those. You know, I was eating those since birth. I'm like, oh, hey, you know, I got a tooth in here, a little crunchy. But I had one, some of those, and I had a, always had an apple. And like, there would be days where I traded, right? I traded the apple for something, right? It's like, hey, I'll trade you, I'll trade you an apple, my Granny Smith apple, which I loved, right? But I traded Granny Smith apple for your 
peanut butter crackers. And there was a weird kid in my class. Can't even remember his name. But he had like a bowl cut and he wore stripes and he just, he was always just by himself. Poor little guy. You know, he didn't even have micro machines. So he wasn't complete. He was completely by himself. He would just stand in the corner like with his hands in his pockets just looking at people. Like hoping they'd be, hey, come over here, let's go chill. And he'd just look at you. But I would hit like the highlight of his day with me saying, hey, you want to trade? Because he loved my apples. Hey, you want an apple? He's like, yeah, you want, you want. He had like, the best day, like Dunkaroos. Hey, you want Dunkaroos? You want peanut butter? I don't want, I don't like this stuff. I'm like, cool, thank you. And then days he would be absent, I would have my apple and I'd maybe take a bite. And then what I'd do is I, I'd go to my friends and say, hey, let's go outside. And I just chuck the apple up at the sky and just watch it smash. See how many times you could throw it up in the air while it landed and got bruised. <laughs> just chuck it. I remember trying to play basketball at the apple one time. Like they'd be they'd be kids running up in court with the real basketball, and then when they were on the other side of the court, I'd just roll up with my apple and just try to make it. Oh, I made it, guys! Nobody was paying attention. I just hit the ground. It was already like just bruised and exploded in my hand. Just. Sticky finger. Hey, I was a fucking weird kid, man. I'm sorry. I think that's you know. I think that's probably the main reason. Probably the main culprit. But uh, <laughs> I re- I remember being in class one time. Right now, our class was in these what we call bungalows. I don't know if you are aware of bungalows where you guys are listening from, but it's essentially when a school was built, the normal buildings were not enough to hold all the kids that now go there. So they built what are called bungalows, which are like basically just like trailers. <laughs> they were just basically like cheap buildings built just on the edge of the playground just to have more classroom space. And that was where one of my classes was. And um, I remember one of my buddies, his name was Chris. Total, total goofball, man. If you're, and, and a loose cannon. Loose cannon and a goofball combined. I mean, just a cornucopia of fun, right? Just crazy. Just a crazy guy. He'd fight the teacher, and then he'd make the class laugh while doing it. He's like, hey, 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 whoa, swing, swing, swing. And then teacher would be crying, and he'd just be like, he'd look like a like scared, huh? Oh, what'd I do? And I'm like, dude, you swung on her, bro. You swung on our teacher. And, like, nobody would do anything. You'd just go sit down. The teacher would, like, like wipe her tears and go back up. I'm like, okay, well, like, guess back to social studies, right? But I remember that, I remember there was a, um, there was a day where we were watching, there we were watching the, the Helen Keller story. I'm not sure what that's called, but, you know, every kid watches it. You want to learn about Helen Keller. And I don't know why I was always in these situations, but I was always near him. Like, we weren't friends. But he was always, like, always near him. When class started, he targeted me to, like, make his jokes. Maybe I laughed the hardest without remembering. Like, <laughs> oh, what did, why am I laughing? He's swinging at the teacher. But I remember laughing a lot. And other people laughed. But maybe I laughed more. But he, he would look at me, and he would try to target me. He would, like, look at the, watch the movie. And then he would look at me, and i just kind of look at him. And he'd open his mouth, like, oh, kind of. And I would be like, oh, no. And he'd look at the TV again with the same expression. Not laughing. And then I'd laugh. And then the teacher would look at me thinking I'm laughing at Helen Keller. And I'm like, no. And he's like, Drew, just stop, Drew. And I'm like, damn it. I was was looking at him, not Helen. Like, I'm not laughing. It's a serious movie. But I remember that same class, we had the end of the year party, right? It's like, we're done with this school, you know, screw this. And I think I forgot. I don't know. I packed my lunch that day, even though we had a pizza party. I remember looking at my backpack. I'm like, people are like, why do you have a full lunch? Maybe no even asked that. But I, I, I said to myself, why do I have a full lunch? I have a sandwich. I have, you know, f- you know string thing. Um, or gushers, you know, I had like the, just the turquoise gusher that's just like, stayed in your mouth the color stayed in your mouth for like a week after no but the the last day i had this this sack this this bag lunch right and i didn't have an apple that day i had the little the little peach the little peach guy right the little plastic peaches in 
in whatever that is, sauce, gravy, what a, in, what's a syrup, the, the peach syrup things, whatever. And I pull it out and I'm like about to eat it. We're eating in the classics. It's a pizza party. I'm like, oh, you know what? Peaches sound pretty good before the pizza. So I, I whip it out. Chris walks over, right? Goofball comes over and he grabs my pat, the peach, the peach thing for me, the little cup, the peach cup. And I had a spork, comes a little spork too, grabs a spork and he puts a little peach on it and he launches it. He launches it and I kid you not, it sticks on the ceiling. Just, you know, with the amount of syrup they put on those bad boys, it was, it's like concrete, just, and I looked and we both started dying laughing. Nobody knew what the hell we're laughing at. We're like, for all I know, Chris didn't exist. He was just in my head and I did all this shit on my own. You know, it's like one of the, it's like Shelter Island or Secret Window. It's like, who's doing all this stuff? And it's just me, you know? And I'm like, what happened? I'm like, just not even alive. I'm like in a mental hospital and I'm like 80 years old. But I was a boy. I was a boy at Valley View Elementary and Chris shot peaches at the ceiling. Okay. Okay, Wilfred. Is that even name, Wilfred? Sounds like a butler from like Batman. Is that his name? I don't I'm 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 blowing. I'm bombing it, guys. But he launched he launched his peach cup or this peach from the peach cup. The biggest one, right? Big cube, and it's just stuck there. And him and I started dying laughing. I realized if somebody found out about this, if we expose ourselves, we're gonna get in trouble. So we don't tell anybody. People are looking at us like, what happened? And we're, just, we're like kind of looking up there a little bit. Nobody, nobody caught on. The teacher comes over. It's right above her desk. I'm like, she could one day just be sitting there and then the peach is going to fall right down her face and she's going to think, what the heck? This place is haunted. You know? And it's, it, was, it was a white wall with a big ice cube looking peach glaze to it. And I was like, wow, that's crazy. So that was Chris, man. I remember years later, um, I worked at Blockbuster in the same neighborhood, right? Years later, right? I was 18 years old. And I saw Chris. I hadn't seen Chris after sixth grade. He disappeared forever. You know, and there's no social media. You're just like, hey, he moved. You know, he's, he's, he's gone forever. You're never going to see him again. And I remember seeing he walked in and this dude had a growth spurt on, dude. He was... He was already pretty tall in sixth grade. He was like six five now. And he used to have like this weird lopsided fro. Like and like fro sideburns. And now he's just clean shaven with a little beard. And he looked at me and said, Hey, what's up, man? Are you Drew? Are you, you're Drew, right? And I said, I had a name tag on. I said, Blockbuster, my name is Drew. I said, Yeah, dude. And I said, I I recognize you. And he's like, It's me, Chris. I said, Chris, and he told me his last name, and I said, holy shit, dude. You went from goofball to freaking Calvin Klein model. This dude was walking, he walked into Blockbuster shirtless. It's just eight pack, you know what I mean? Just, I'm like, what? I'm like, dude, he had like the, you could see the Calvin Klein like underwear underneath. I'm like, dude, what? He's like, hey, what's up, bro? How you doing, man? He's like, I fought for our country. I model a little bit, you know, I goof around quite a bit still. Shout out Helen Keller. I was like, dude, what? I'm like, hell, oh, damn, like you brought back the HK reference. Damn, you really did. He's like, yeah, man. He's like, you know, I'm back, ready to stir it up. I'm like, okay, dude. I'm like, get in there. He's like, what are you up to? I'm like, you know, just renting movies, going to school, doing my thing. You know, I, and I hadn't grown one inch, right? Like I was like, I was like five foot then, or like four eleven then, and I'm like five foot four now. I'm like, hey, no, I was that short, but <laughs> but he was just you know same height to just hey, what's up, man? I'm like, dude, it's crazy what eight years can do to a person. It's wild. But uh, yeah, sixth grade, man, sixth grade. Everybody, everybody's thinking about nothing and everything at the same time you're like what what do you do oh i'm learning why don't we watch land before time every day i feel like 
going back a little, do you guys remember kindergarten? People were like, oh, like my kids enrolled in preschool, early K development. Like, what are you saying? I went to kinder. I didn't go to preschool. You know, my parents couldn't afford preschool. You know, maybe my preschool is my grandma time. But anyways, I, my, my parents want me in preschool. I started going to school and then kindergarten, all you do is draw and sleep. And then you like eat like, I eat, we had like fortune cookies without the fortune, which I got, thought kind of said, just sugar wafers. Here's a sugar wafer, little kid. And then sleep on the carpet for like four hours. I don't, you don't learn anything. I still didn't speak. You don't speak. You're like, oh, yeah, bow, bow, bow and arrow. Like the first words were bow and arrow. Cookie, like, like, yeah. I don't like my teacher. What was her name? Mrs. Mrs. Balan. Mrs. Balan. She was like, she was like at the time. She's like twenty two. But you say, oh, she's a woman. She's a full grown woman. And you're like four. She's like, hello, kids. Time to. I'm like, what kind of job is this? You just teach us how to like eat wafers and sleep. And I didn't speak. I mean, that's the gig to get if teachers out there. I don't know what the starting salary is, but that's the gig to get. I mean, probably nowadays, it's like, we're learning algebra. I don't know. We're learning al- pre-calculus for the five-year-olds. Johnny, what's the circumference of the world? I don't know. Oh, struggling yet again. I don't know whether English, but... <laughs> God... Kids learn too much these days. Like, hey, it's a social media 101 and I'm in first grade. Let me build my TikTok. It's like, what did you say to me? I didn't know my name until second grade. People are like, what's your name? I, uh, 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 bear. Like, what did you say to me? Bear? It's like, yeah, Drew. I didn't know what Drew was. Be like, hey, your name's Drew. I'm like, I, Drew? Drew, I don't know what you're saying. It's like, it's the same dog it's like hey your dog <laughs> kids these days man they're gonna grow up and they're gonna be so that's why anxiety dude like better help dude people are like oh my gosh these kids are growing up all weird now with video games and and all these social media there's you know we need better help for your second grader <laughs> well little johnny what are you thinking about well I'm I'm kind of down a little bit on my uh, Instagram views this week, uh, to, if we're being honest. And uh, my my calculus test is coming up, and I'm already preparing for college. It's like, what did you say to me? Come again? You're six. Relax yourself. When I was six, I was playing like tetherball, and I was never good at it. So short, you'd go with a tall guy, and be like, hi, hey, and just fling it around and like eventually it hit your face and you'd be like i don't want to play anymore like are you crying like no you were like you just made a lot because you saw it in a movie like somebody gets hit in the face and causes the sinuses to like your eyes to water but you're really crying <laughs> do you remember field trips oh my gosh dude what was what were the songs when you were in sixth grade let me tell you every morning in sixth grade every morning i would watch I would watch VH1 top 10, top 10 videos. And every week for the entirety of my sixth grade year, it was like just the same songs. It was, it was Chumbawamba, Tub Thumping. I get knocked down, but I get up again. That song was always number one or two for like, a year, a year straight. Third Eye Blind is like, how's it gonna be when you don't know me? I know I'm a great singer, but that song was always top five. And the music video, I like remembered it. I was like, oh, what, what? Are they gonna be like eight this week? And they're like, they go to number two. I'm like, ooh, are they gonna get number one next week? Um, Fastball, The Way, remember that song? Dude, I was a, mu- I was a music boy when I was in sixth grade. I knew Fastball, I knew freaking Third Eye Blind. I knew, God, oh, Goo Goo Dolls. Oh, you know, because I don't think the world understands. You know what I mean? I just don't think the world understands. But anyways, um, yeah, those songs, um, 
Natalie Imbruglia, Torn. That song just got to me. Like, and then, like, you finish it. And then you wait for it. It's like, it's like the last little part. You can't hit the notes, but you're like, oh, that just, that song is so good. But you listen to it in privacy. Like, I watched it. I was like, oh, they're number, I hope it's number one. And you watched it. She's so broken in that, but in that song, she's like, it's like I don't know the words, but it's like, I'm a this is how I feel. Okay, but that song went look hard. I remember like that was like the song. But anyways, I listened to all those songs before I went to school every day. That was what all I watched. I watched that, and then I I. I boycotted ESPN Sports Center for some reason. Love sports, but I watched Fox Sports. It was like, dun, 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 dun. It was like I didn't want you know. I was like Fox Sports. I'm I'm keeping this company afloat. I'm keeping this channel alive. All these cheap, you know, they're watching ESPN Sports Center. I'm watching Fox News, Fox Sports News. With Steve Lyons. He's like, hey, what's up, guys? The Dodgers. <laughs> He's just the coolest, most charismatic dude ever. Because, like, sports center would be like Stuart Scott, RIP. But he'd be like, yo, boom, on the side of the pillow. Hey, dunk on that man. Ayo. And then Steve Lyons would be like, hey, what's up, dudes? I'm like, oh, okay, I can relate to this. So, you know, he calls me dude. So I watched that. Let's see, what else did I do? You know, sixth grade. Yeah, sixth grade, you don't know what's going on, man. I still, I still, I'm trying to remember, and I'm like, that's what we did? Like, it's pointless. You just, it's daycare. It's just free daycare. So all the taxes were paid, free daycare. You know, I didn't, I don't learn anything. I think I learned addition in, like, fifth grade. And my teacher, you're, like, you're at a great level. I'm like, yeah, addition. You know, I wasn't planning for college. I wasn't planning for high school. I wanted to be a quarterback, and I was like five foot four. I'm like, I want to be a quarterback for the Buffalo Bills. I had the Josh Allen dream. I love the Buffalo Bills for some reason. I had a Buffalo Bills hat. I think I just, I didn't think I just went for them because like Joe Kelly like led them to the Super Bowl to lose so many years. If you guys don't know, they the Bills went to the Super Bowl against the Cowboys like a thousand times, and they lost every single time. And I'm like, damn, maybe one time. Now they got, you know, Josh Allen, and it's like the same thing, you know. Like, you're not going to get past Mahomes. Hot take, hot take. You're not going to get past Mahomes or Burrow. But um, I love the Buffalo Bills. I have like the – I still have the the project that I did where I was like, what do you want to be when you grow up? And I put, I want to be a quarterback for the Buffalo Bills. And I like, I go to USC without knowing how expensive it was going to eventually cost me. And then you have to actually be good at football to get a scholarship or to play for USC football. So I was like, I'm going to go to USC, and then I'm going to play for the Buffalo Bills. So, like, imagine that, and then imagine, you know, as a football fan, seeing Justin Herbert, Justin Herbert, quarterback of the Los Angeles Chargers, write that when he was my age, and him actually doing it. I'm like, damn, I fucked up, man. Imagine writing your dream out and then just doing it. I'm like, you're a special, special human. I put, I'm going to be an astronaut. I'm like, on the moon. I'm like, ha, 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 ha. Told you, sixth graders. Man. You remember birthday parties? Birthday parties were weird for me. Because, like, you'd have a friend. And some of the birthday parties, you were the only one there. It's like, hey, welcome to Chris's birthday party. And you got them, like, your parents helped you get them a cool gift. And you go there, and it's, like, just you and the kid. And you're looking around, and you're like, damn, don't you, you don't have any brothers, sisters, friends? Like, who else is coming? Who's all coming? Is Tony coming? Is, is uh, Mikey coming? Is uh, Billy Boy coming? And he's like, no, nah, I don't know those people. And you're like, fudge. And like, my brother, even like I invite my older brother, I'm like, hey, bro, you wanna roll with me to Chris's party? And he's like, nah. Chris, nah. <laughs> and you're like, what's wrong with Chris? He's like, he's a little weird, man. I'm like, what do you mean? My best friend. And like, hey, Drew, you want to go collect worms? I'm like, oh, he is kind of weird. But you got cake, though. 
you go there, you eat the cake, and you're like, you look like you look at your mom, you're like, eh. I remember looking at my stepmom and like, give her like, hey, hey, hey. say we gotta go, you know, Sunday, it's two, you know, like, there might be traffic, you know, and she's like, okay, let's go, hey, Chris, pleasure, we gotta go, and I'm like, okay, did you have fun, it's like, nah, 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 I missed the Laker game on NBA and NBC this morning for this, it was... Kobe and Shaq versus you know, like Madison Square Garden against like Patrick Ewing and Larry Johnson. It's like I missed that, and I heard Kobe went off, you know, because that game would start like at ten o'clock California time and end at like two, and I would that would be the whole time I'd be at this kid's birthday party. I remember that exactly that exact thing happening, and I had to wait until Monday morning Fox News to realize because there was social media. I asked my dad, "Hey, Dad, do you know who won? I don't know, son." You know phones. You have to like look at the newspaper the next day and be like, did the Lakers, did they do it? Did they? You have to like go all the way in the back. It's like scores. And the Lakers aren't even the first one there. You're like, it's an LA, it's LA Times. You look all the way in the back. It's like, yeah, they won by three points. And it's like, how many points did Kobe have? Man, sports accessibility when you're in sixth grade was tough. But uh, field trips are something else, man. You know, you get that long bus. You know, you're one of your friends would say something to you that hurt your feelings and you try not to cry. Happened to me a few times. They'd be like, dude, you're stupid. And I was just like, I'm like, I'm joking. <laughs> Are you crying? Like, I just dunk my head in my lap. Just deep, like just inhale, exhale. They're like, he's not crazy. Is he? And I come up and I'm like, I'm not stupid. You're stupid. Like, I'm just joking. I was so sensitive. I would cry quite a bit. I would, oh man, I would, man, I would cry a lot. Holy shit. You know, like adult, you look back in your youth and you're like, damn, I cried a lot. I let the tears flow back then. Holy shoot. Damn. Think of all the times I've cried. No, but, um, yeah, sixth grade. What else did I do in sixth grade? Oh yeah, every morning I, every morning I'd I'd have two parts of my morning. Right, I'd watch the the VH1 music, and I would watch Fox Sports, and I'd make pop tarts, or I'd eat. Oh my gosh, did your parents do this? So my stepmom, questionable intentions at the time. She would mix a good cereal with a sweet cereal. Where I liked the good cereal by itself just fine. She would mix like Crispix and Fruit Loops. And I'm like, lady, this does not hit the palate. You're going from wheat to sugar, wheat to sugar. Let me just stay wheat. I'm a wheat boy. So I would literally pluck out the Crispix. And I'm like, why do we need Fruit Loops in this? It's only for me. My dad doesn't eat cereals. It's only for me. Can you just not buy the Fruit Loops anymore and just buy me the Crispix? And then we'd look, it'd be one of those plastic containers where you pour cereal after you open it. I don't know why they even exist. Just use the box. But she wanted to mix and match. So she would always mix that shit up. It would be like tricks, Lucky Charms, and like Crispix. And I'm like, ew. Don't add the Lucky Charms in. Why do you add a marshmallows to this? It tastes like garbage. But anyways, I'd eat that. And, like, pick out the Crispix. I'm like, I want to be a healthy boy. So I'd eat that. And then I'd go across the street. And the weird part about all this is I had to walk I had to walk home every day a mile up this hill from elementary school. And I had to get a ride to school where I was like, I could just walk to school. It's only a mile downhill. And it's a nice walk. You know, you got to see, like, you know, Bobby, the Doverman pincher, who wants to kill you down a little bit you see the pedophile the sex offender on the other way across the street from him a couple friends along the way you know sometimes you see him getting their car like hey you want to ride to school and i'm like no i'm good man i'm just gonna like walk i'm almost there you know but you know i had to i had to get a carpool every morning i had to go with our with our neighbors across the street i want to call i always call them the zuckerbergs because like i'm like hey it was mark zuckerberg no but it was the zuck zuckermans i actually i can't remember but it was, it was two, it was a family, right? It was like a prototypical, like, 
family, right? Like stick figures, like mom, dad, older son, two-year younger daughter. And I used to go to school with them every day, and I would walk over to the house, and I'd be there for 20 minutes, and sometimes she'd give me cinnamon toast, like the actual, like the actual ones you throw in the toast, like the cinnamon egos. She'd give me one of those. And we watched Gargoyles and Ghostbusters, the cartoons. I had a lot of media, a lot of stuff going in. I had music, I had sports, and I had cartoons. And then my day was started. Ghostbusters animated, shout out. Great show. Men in Black, the TV show, great. Gargoyles, great. And they would, all, they would always play the bangers. You know, have it on KTLA, just bangers. And I'm like, I got to see what happens with this ghost before I go to school every day. Damn. Gotta, I gotta see what's up with this, you know. I want to see what gar. I don't remember the names, but like, what the head gargoyle? I gotta see what he's gonna do. In this episode, now like the fat gargoyle who's like funny. He's like, "Hey guys," I'm like, "I gotta see what he throws this way." But then I'd get a ride to them with them to school, and I remember one time we were going to school and they drove like a white minivan most days, but this one day their grandpa came over and he was like, I don't know where he was. It seemed like he was from a far off land because I'd never seen him before. And he was just very, hello there, everyone. And they called him Opa. Opa, he's like, hello, little Opies. And they looked at him and said, hello, young child. I'm like, hey, my name's Drew, what's going on? Like talking to me like he's like a fairy or like, like the genie. He's like, hello there, good young sir. And I'm like, hey, I like this guy's vivacious, right? But he rolled in and he's like, hey, they're like, Opa! And he's like, hello, children. And like hugs me as part of their kids. Like, hello there. I'm like just pressed up against his belly button. Hello there, boy. Hello there, dear boy. Didn't even ask for my name. So hello there, boy. I'm like, hey, Opa. Just, <laughs> just start calling him Opa. Hello, Opa. Opa, I love you, Opa. Just hugged him like my own. I love you, Papa. Opa, Papa, Opa. But um, we we he's like, hey, I got the car. We got to. He's like foreign to their speak, like perfectly spoke perfect English. And he's like, hello, we get to go here. No, but um, we we ride to school and and we walk out to the driveway and like the van's gone. I'm like, where'd the van go? The van, like, you know, this ain't Starry Night. Where'd the van go? Get it? Anyways, the van's gone. Flew away in the magic school bus, I thought. I don't know where the hell it went. Little did I know, it was probably broke down. You know, it was like a 1981 caravan. You know, and this was 99, 97 or something, you know. An old-ass car. But anyways, he had a pink slug bug. If you guys don't know slug bug, Herbie, right? A VW bug. It's a girl car. And I'm not here to set genders, but back in the day, you drove a pink bug... You're most likely a female, but he drove one. I don't know if it was his wife's, and also we could not all fit in it. So it was me, the boy who was a year younger than me, who was taller than me because I was short, and his sister sitting on his lap because we couldn't sit in the front seat because we were small, and then the grandpa driving this pink slug bug down to school and it was loud. It was like, blah, 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 not in a good way. It's like, just, it was sputtering. Like, it barely made it. I'm like, where did you come from? I didn't hear this roll up. Maybe I was so engaged in, in Ghostbusters and Gargoyles, I missed it. But he rolls down the hill and uh, <laughs> he, like, goes around the turnaround. I'm like, thinking to myself, oh no, like, it's my crush around here. She's gonna see me walk out of this car. And all my all my credibility, all everything I've built in my life as a sixth grader, king of the school, right? I wore a crown every day. And I'm rolling in with a fifth grader and a fourth grader in a pink slug bug with Opa. And I doubt these kids are gonna give it the thought to say, Oh wow, Opa's very charismatic and this kid came from his car. They're just gonna be like, ha ha ha, pink slug bug. So yeah, we roll around the the little turnaround at the drop off, and and everybody's there, right? The bus, the bus for the first time ever was like in the same turnaround. Like they had its own bus stop, but that day it was not there. It was like, hey, our normal bus terminal is closed today, 
now all the buses are also dropping kids off the exact time that you're behind them and dropping your, your kids off. So I, would, I got out from the back, right, after a girl got off the lap of her brother in this little clown car. Opa shouting, oh, bye, everybody, bye, children, have a great day. Windows down, yelling, and I'm, I'm still in the car getting out, trying to get out, right? Oh, my gosh, man. Unbelievable. <laughs> People looking at me. And I, you know what? To this day, I'm not going to make anything up. There was busloads of kids coming out, all ages. They saw me. But I didn't make eye contact with any of them. I didn't say bye to the guy. I never saw that guy again. I don't know who he was to them. But I walked with my head down. I went to the bathroom to pretend I had to go, but I just washed my hands. I came out and I acted like nothing ever happened. Oh, man. That was fun. Nobody ever said anything to me. It's like one of those things where, you know, you see one of your friends and they're like, you know, like you're driving. You see one of your friends like, you know, begging for money on the side. You're like, I am. And you make eye contact with them. They're like, and you're like, I'm not going to ever talk about this ever. You know, because that happens to a lot of people, you know. <laughs> but, um, oh my gosh. So, yeah, one of my one of my friends when I was in sixth grade, um, he lived across the street from me and played baseball with a tennis ball, right? So we'd like, we'd, we'd burn, we'd burn the tennis ball. You know, have you guys ever heard of that, right? Like you have a normal tennis ball and you, you get a lighter and you kind of burn the hair off it so that you could play baseball with it and you can hit the ball much farther because it's like bald. So in my head, I was like, you know, I suck at baseball. My friend across the street, Matt was in fifth grade, but he was taller than me, right? It's just the theme of the story is everyone's taller than me. He looked my age, right? And he probably was my age. I was young for sixth grade. I, was, I started a year early. So he was probably my age. I remember a couple parts of this story. One, at school one day, I saw him. And we didn't hang out at school. I hung out with a different crew with the Micro Machine basketball crew. And he hung out with a different set of like soon to be like potheads that was his crew but anyways i don't know if he was having a bad day his parents were a little sus but i'm uh, the bell rang and i'm walking to class and i see my hey say hey matt i see his name is matt I say, hey matt and he just comes at me and he like just knees me in the nuts just knees me in the nuts and i'm like oh and i fall to the ground and i'm rolling and i start crying like cause i'm like doesn't hurt that bad but like the fact that my friend attacked me and, and did this to me, it hurt my heart. You know what I mean? So I was laying there like, oh, really soaking it in. And uh, <laughs> he did that and he ran away. So I remembered that, right? I was like, screw this kid, man. Why would he do this? Why would he assault me? You know? So after school, I walked over to his house. And I knocked on the door and his dad was like this weird dude. He's like a plumber. And he always drank. I remember he'd always have a beer in hand. It'd be like nine in the morning. I'm like, hey, man, hey, Matt, come out. Your little friends here. I'm like, my name's Drew, dude. I come here every day. Your little, your little, your little guy's here. He was like Barney from Simpsons. Hey. Hey, Homer. <clears throat> Just burps right in my face. Hey, dude. Just like realize, like as a kid, you're like, hey, it's a normal guy, and he just has a huge problem. You're like, hey, They're like, hey, Matt, your little friend's here, and uh, he comes to the door, and he's mad. I don't, I didn't do anything to this kid. The lead up to a him nut hitting me in the nuts, or being this this like moody and like having a tone when I say what's up to him. So he opens the door, and says, yeah, and he walks out. And I kick him. I don't need him. I kick him in the nuts as hard as I can. <laughs> and he, he immediately, he gets in the squat position. And, and like, you know how you, have, like, you get in the, the hands crossed right of your, your lower area. And you're like, oh. And then he goes, dad. And his dad runs out. And his, well, he runs to the living room and sees it like I hit him. Like I kicked him. And I'm still standing there. Then the dad, I kid you not, grabs a fucking shotgun, runs out, and chases me, and I run. And he says, don't ever fucking come back here. 
and just run across the street. And Matt and I were never friends after that. <laughs> and I never told anybody until way later that the dad chased me out with the gun. I don't know if he cocked it, but he had a gun in his hands, like a rifle, shotgun. I don't know. It was a long thing. I'm just thinking back on him like that. might have been a shotgun. But he ran out and didn't aim at him. He just ran out with it at me and says, get the fuck out of here. Don't ever come back. And I was like, oh, wow. But in my head, I'm like, hey, it's just retribution, man. Just retribution. Your son need me in the nuts. And I kicked him in the nuts. All is fair, right? But um, yeah, I didn't talk to that kid, Matt, after that anymore. He's a, you know, he was down the path of, oh my gosh, I don't know what happened to that dude. I don't, you know, I don't know. It, he probably lived a very tumultuous life, or he's a billionaire, either one. But that was that was Matt, and he was uh, hit before that incident. Him and I would play baseball, like I said, across the street, and we had a cul-de-sac, and we would play baseball there all all the time every day back when kids played outside i'd ride bikes injure myself play baseball play basketball and uh i remember uh matt would always have these burnt tennis balls and i would be like hey i have this normal tennis ball it's not burnt but uh he's like yeah you just gotta you know he was like he always had like a like a lighter on him he'd always just try to light shit up I'm like, dude, why do you have a lighter? I don't know where do you get that. I have to use like my parents' stove to like light anything. So I, I literally did that. I, you know, those little fire starters, right? The long, the long neck ones where you just click it and like a big lighter. I doused my tennis ball with my dad had a little canister of gasoline. <laughs> I'm just thinking about this story and it's so stupid. I'm so stupid. But anyways, um, I get this gas container and I just start, I start just pouring it on the on the tennis ball, and I'm doing this on the grass. So of course, a few days later, that little patch where the gas got on, dead. <laughs> Beautiful green lawn, dead grass right there. But that was the least of my problems. Because after I wet the entire tennis ball with gasoline, I grabbed a fire clicker, the fire starter thing. And I go up to it and the ball erupts in flames. (laughs) And I kick it. It's on fire. I kick it towards my house. And... We had a lawn, a green lawn, and then we had a little wall, and then we had a little a little door, right? Like a little fence door that led to our front door. And between that wall and our front door, we had a little ivy, like 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 a green ivy patch, right? That had little steps where you could walk to our side yard. I kicked the ball directly into the ivy, and next thing I know, the ivy is all caught on fire. A huge flame erupts five feet tall over the wall I'm like oh my gosh I'm gonna burn the house down little did I put so much gasoline on that tennis ball just to burn the hairs off so luckily the hose was right there and then nobody's around right this is in the morning this is before school (laughs) like in 20 minutes I had to go over to like across the street so I get the hose and I just blast the fire down and I blast the ball and there's the just it looked like a fire had happened. Exactly what you would think. It looked like all the ivy, 50% of the ivy was all black leaves at this point. Even even one of the little cobblestone steps had a black mark on it from the ball being on it and burning it. But I did this and I didn't tell anybody. I had a burnt tennis ball now. I let it sit there. And then I had a burnt tennis ball. I was like, hey, I got a burnt ball. Like, nobody asked me how you got it. Like, hey, burn it. Now I can play. Now I can play with the big leagues. But years, years passed. Nobody said anything to me about this burnt ivy. Years. And then one time I go to my dad and said, hey, dad, I tell him the story. It might have been the same sitting where I told him about the nutsack kick and me almost burning the whole house down. And he, he didn't, they never noticed. Nobody ever noticed. Ivy grew back. Nobody ever noticed for that month where it's just black right in her front. 
And I'm thinking, Dad, my, my parents don't notice anything. <laughs> they don't notice anything. Oh, my goodness. That's hilarious. Um, in my head, I'm like, I could have burned the whole house down, but I was like still smart enough to realize you, like, water kills fire. Like, not smart, not smart enough to almost, like, create a little bomb in my hand that I'm surprised I didn't, like, light myself on fire. But also, like, the presence of mind to be like, okay, I'm going to also make this mistake, but also save everyone and save the house. And nobody's going to ever find out until 10 years later when I'm going to reveal it to them when I'm 19 years old. Unbelievable, man. Sixth grade, dude. It's like I became a man in sixth grade. And then you go to seventh grade and you're like, I'm a kid again. Because you're just in your little level, you know, you leveled up to like that sixth grade level one. You're like, I made it. And then level two, you're like, oh, I'm a bitch again. <laughs> seventh grade. Oh, man. Damn it. I'm a peon again. Back to being a nobody. But sixth grade, dude. I remember, you know what, maybe, I, you know, maybe the problem was me. I got in some fights in sixth grade, dude. I remember I got in a fight in the basketball court with this other, this other little, one of my friends, his, his name is Danny, a little, a little shorter than me. And I remember I like fouled him at basketball or something and he got really upset and he threw the ball at my butt. I remember my back was turning through at him, my, like my lower thought, my butt, my, like my high thigh. Then I went up to him and I just I just grabbed his hair, and I, he had long hair. I grabbed his hair and brought him to the ground. Then he pulled my fingers, tried to like snap them backwards, and then I just like I pinched him. You know, like it was a pinch and like a pull. I was like, "This is so weird." And then we, "Hey, you're stupid. You're stupid." And then, um, don't ever know what happened. He never. I remember seeing him in high school. He never grew. He was one of those kids who just they were like four seven, and they're still four seven. And I'm pretty sure he's still 4'7". Like, just Danny Danny DeVito forever. But I remember that fight. And I remember another kid who lived across the street. Um, His name was Brian. And, like, I feel like the kids on my street, they lived there for, like, a year. And they were really troubled. And then they'd move away. And I'd be, like, the only one, like, with stable parents and, like, stable mind. And all these other kids were, like... Maybe I forced them to move. I got to move from that bully. Oh, I was the bully the whole time. No, but one time he, um, I don't, we were playing baseball and he got mad and he threw, he threw a tennis ball at my face and hit me in the eye. And then he grabbed the aluminum baseball bat. I had my, my glove on and my baseball glove and he had an aluminum bat and he tried to swing on me. And I'm like, what the heck is going on? And I blocked the aluminum bat when he tried to like hit me in the leg. And I threw it because I had my glove on. I was like, you know, invincible, like the the the, the Thanos, you know? Like, ah, with the glove, just no pain. And knock it out of his hands. Then I pushed him onto the grass. And I hit him maybe 10 times in the face with my glove on. Just slapping him with the glove. And he's just crying. <laughs> And then his mom came out, what do you, what are you doing to my son? Or his aunt, you know, like none of these kids had parents. Like it was like my great aunt came out. No, but his, his aunt or something, it wasn't his parents. They came out and they said, what are you doing? And I said, he threw a baseball, he threw a tennis ball at my eye and then tried to hit me in the leg with an aluminum bat. But like they caught me with the glove slapping him. And then he's like, you're stupid. And I'm like, you're stupid. I never talked to him again after that. They moved like they, they moved like shortly thereafter. And I was kind of pissed, too, because he had a Cranberry CD. You know, the the band that goes, Zombie, zombie, or like the, Oh, 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 You know that song, the Cranberries. But he had a CD that I let him borrow, and I never got that back. And I was like, dude, it's Cranberries, bro. Why would you do that? That was Brian. You know, Brian and Matt, probably friends still, you know, like they were just troubled kids trying to start stuff. And then that the fact that I finished it made me the bad guy. When I'm like, I'm just defending myself, man. You're gonna throw stuff at me, you're gonna swing on me. I'm gonna I'm gonna swing on you with the baseball glove on, you know? I'm just gonna whoosh, whoosh, whoosh. 
Oh, but that was sixth grade, guys. I want to know, you know, I would love to talk to you guys about how your sixth grade was, if it's anything similar. But we're at about that hour time. And uh, until next week, guys, this has been Stories with Ice Cold Drew. Ciao.